Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm here today with Paige. She is she finished studying for her master's in nutrition and is a dietic intern right now, about to become a registered dietitian. Um, welcome to the show, Paige. Thank you so much. I am happy to be here. Yay! So today we're going to talk a little bit about intuitive eating and this holistic approach to nutrition. So I would love to just dive in and maybe you could share a little bit about your philosophy. So intuitive eating, I look at nutrition as more of a balanced approach. Nutrition is, it's very personal. Okay. So there's no one size fits all for everybody. And one day you may be a little bit more hungrier than usual. And one day you won't have as much hunger. And I think it's really important to be in tune with your body and to listen to what your body is telling you, you know, what you need for that day. You know, I, I don't think we need to approach nutrition as if it's the enemy and uh, like, you know, I look at food as almost like it's your friend. And so that is how I, you know, approach intuitive eating and how I kind of approach every meal <laughs> mm. as a way of nourishment rather than like, oh no, like this is going to expand my waistline. Oh no, like this is going to make me bloat. You know, I kind of almost look at food as if it's a gift and how it's nourishing me and providing me energy and vitamins and minerals that are important for health. and. Um, that's just, that's kind of how I, I look at intuitive eating. <laughs> Absolutely. I think so many girls come into, you know, the fitness, the wellness space thinking, oh, I, food is the demon. I have to restrict. I have to deprive. Um, they think of food is good and bad. And I know for myself, um, years ago, like I was like that obsessive clean eater. I would only eat like veggies and chicken. Um, I was like super strict vegan for a while and I found it just created this very restrictive negative feeling around food where I was like, I have to eat this to hit my goal. Um, mm -hmm. Instead of thinking of it as, as a way to actually fuel my body to allow me to perform. Yeah, no, I completely, I completely agree with you. Um, you and I are very alike. <laughs> I actually struggled with orthorexia um, when I was 15, all the way up until I was about 20 years old. So about five, five years ago. Um, and I was doing the same exact thing. I wanted to look a certain way, right? I wanted to I got really swept into what social media presents and social media, honestly, like do not compare your body to social media. Like if we're being completely honest, like there's a lot of photo editing, there's a lot of angles, there's a lot of lighting and lots of editing that goes into social media. It's a highlight reel. Right. Mm -hmm. And I fell into this life cycle and eating habit of like, I have to eat broccoli. Like I remember when I was in high school, like only eating broccoli and olives and like a little bit of olive oil for my meals. And that's not healthy. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was because I thought that that is what I thought healthy was. Mm -hmm. And I just remember losing a ton of muscle mass and going to the gym with my dad and my brother. And they were, you know, they're both, they were both bodybuilders at the time. And they, you know, they wouldn't try to get me to bench press. <laughs> and like, I literally could not do it because I was not nourishing myself. I wasn't eating well enough. And, um, it's, you know, going through that journey of just being like, okay, like 
you know, broccoli is healthy, but like if you're eating broccoli is just as a meal, like that's not really a, a meal. Like that could be a nice little snack, like a midday snack. But if you want to lose weight, if you want to be healthy, if you want to have a good relationship with food, you have to look at food, like I was saying, in a healthier way. Um, and, you know, I went through diet fads, you know, just like you, I was a vegan, I was a strict vegan, a crate, like a, a crazy strict vegan. I was the girl that like told every person she met about her vegan diet. Like I was like a raw vegan at one point. Like, it's kind of funny. We have a similar story. Yeah, I went through like, there was like this one thing I saw on social media, like, by the way, guys, like, talk to your coach, like, talk to Anna, like, if you have nutrition guidance and questions, like, talk to Anna, she knows a lot more about nutrition and macros than your YouTube person that eats 12 bananas a day and states that that is the most healthy and nutritious way. And that's okay. Like, if that's what somebody wants to do, like, you know, that's cool, but that's probably not the best for you, you know? And I remember trying to do 10 bananas a day because I saw some chick on YouTube be like, Hey guys, you should eat this and you should be skinny like me. And I was like, okay, yeah, I want to be skinny like her. Like I'm going to eat 10 bananas. And I remember just eating like a banana smoothie and like laying on the couch and just being like, what did I do? To myself? <laughs> like oh, why? Do I have this sugar rush? <laughs> you know how many girls come to me saying, oh, you know, I've tried this YouTuber's day of eating. I've tried um, this workout video. Why don't I look like her? And the thing is, is you can't just follow someone else's diet plan. That is not tailored to you and your body and your needs or what mm -hmm. you enjoy eating, which is so important. And, and something I kind of want to touch on is the importance of education and this is um just to kind of talk about drive for life a little bit but in our coaching program the number one thing that i teach clients is education precedes change so in order to create change we first need to educate them on what's going in their body why how they feel um, what their current habits are and what we need to change and why i push education so much is that you start realizing that those meals that they're eating on YouTube or demonizing certain foods is actually extremely irrelevant once you know energy balance and you know what your body truly needs. Yeah. And to add on to that, Anna, like if you're taking on somebody else's diet and their macros or their calorie recommendations, like you have to keep in mind that genetic wise and, you know, you might have pre-existing conditions. You might have hypertension. You might have high cholesterol. That person, other person might have other health issues. And if you go into right, like jumping and mirroring their diet, you could actually really hurt yourself. Um, and you need to take into account like drug nutrient interactions. You know, if you're taking any type of medications, it's really important to be mindful of what your body can actually eat. Just because there's another person that you see that's eating for, this is just an example, like chicken and broccoli and rice, and they're eating it every single day, which is not a variety of fruits and vegetables. Um, you know, that is like in that, you know, you might have some type of drug nutrient reaction. Yeah, what about the grapefruit diet? You know how many medications have reactions to grapefruit? If you just follow yeah. the grapefruit diet, that could be a serious problem. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to know, like meet yourself where you are and know your body. And mm -hmm. Um, I can't preach that enough. Like just yeah. know your body. And if you don't know your body, you know, experiment, 
okay. So like, if you think about it this way, like, you know, what makes your body feel good, right? Write it down. <laughs> like write it down, yeah. write down what makes Food you feel good. Is one of the number one tips I tell my clients is, um, yeah. often we think that these things are unrelated. Oh, I overate at this one event, um, just because that happened or whatever, or, oh, maybe I ate this just because, but often if you start journaling, you realize there's a lot of similar patterns. You're around the same people that always overeat in front of you. So you're mm -hmm. socially influenced, or maybe you felt deprived because you didn't eat all day the day before, or you didn't have your, you skipped lunch. And that's why you overate. Like you, the more you write these things down, the more data mm -hmm. you collect, the more you understand. Um, I kind of want to just switch gears a little bit and talk about sustainability because we mentioned, you know, following these um, YouTube meals, days of eating, and mm -hmm. how not only does that not like physically work for your body, but what about like what you can actually sustain long term? So, what are your views on, you know, making food enjoyable? I think. If you want to enjoy your fried chicken, enjoy it. Find a different way to enjoy it. You know, mm -hmm. instead of frying it up, bread it, you know, use your same recipe. Like, you know, life should not, you know, the food is quality of life. Mm -hmm. You know, food nourishes you. It provides you energy. It makes you feel good. Like you should not let food <laughs> determine your quality of life. And I think that for sustainability, like, just kind of, you know, find a way around, you know, find healthy alternatives. And that could be like reducing oil. Air fryers are amazing. Like air fryers are amazing and it's healthier and, you know, just get cutting corners and, you know, kind of getting creative with the foods that you enjoy. I, I absolutely love fried tofu curry and I just pop it in an air fryer. I, <laughs> and it's a lot healthier than just, you know, j dumping it in oil and, you know, just finding that route and finding what works for you, but yeah. finding healthy alternatives is, yeah. you know, the advice Find I would give. foods you love that get you results and it won't even mm -hmm. feel like you're working. Make yummy recipes. Like I love experimenting with healthier versions of all the things I like. And Paige, I'd love if you could maybe share some foods you eat. Um, but for me, like I've been making a lot of healthy nachos um, where I use like lean ground beef and I make my own tortillas out of, um, like corn tortillas and then I bake them and make like nacho chips and I'll make like um zucchini noodle spaghetti and I've done the fried chicken in the air fryer where it's just like breaded and popped in the air fryer no oil at all yeah some of the foods that I love to enjoy is I love spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> and I like to do the zucchini noodles and mix it with whole wheat pasta and I love pesto I love making um, homemade pesto um I love curry. That's one of my favorite things. It's something that uh, my partner and I do a lot here is we make a lot of curry and it's, you know, I use a crock pot like crazy and that has been my lifesaver. It's so <laughs> even just popping some chicken in there and shredding it up, it's like, mm. it's like an hour and it's done. Yeah. So I love egg muffins too. Those are fun. Just, you know, getting creative. Um, I've always been kind of a bland eater. Yeah. <laughs> I love burritos. Um, so it's just getting, you know, figuring out things that make you happy and, you know. 
Yeah. Well, it's important what you're saying is that food is not only fuel, but it's there's a social component. There's this joy component to it. And we need to mm-hmm. put things we love and those treats in moderation as well. Otherwise, we end up feeling deprived. Um, are there any like useful tips or insights you could give someone to how they can fit those treats in moderation? Yeah. Again, like finding alternatives like sweet treats, uh, you know, using applesauce and, you know, as a sugar alternative, you could also use honey, but also just keeping, you know, portion sizes in control and you can still have your chocolate fudge muffin if you want. Um, Just be mindful of portion sizes. I mean, at the end of the day, like if you want to get really scientific about weight loss is it's calories in versus calories out, but that does not mean that you have to change the foods that you like. You can still have your donut if you want every day. I had a client that had a donut every day and she lost weight (laughs) and it's just, it's, it's kind of figuring out how things work. So if you plan on having a heavier meal for, you know, if you plan on going to a buffet or like a potluck on, you know, for dinner, eat light. So like prepare, you know, goal set your day you know, um, have a lighter lunch, have a lighter breakfast. And then, you know, if you want to have a little bit more for dinner, you know, just be prepared for that. Um, it's just, it's all about planning. It's all about planning and goal setting and just being prepared for the day, you know, setting yourself up for success. Yeah. And I love how you said, you know, if you want that donut, you can still get results. And I really do believe in the 80, 20 principle, what you're doing 80% Mm -hmm. of the time matters so much more than the other 20%. And if you're filling yourself with nutritious foods, you're moving your body, you're doing everything you need to, you're factoring in that um, caloric balance, then a donut here and there, Maybe I wouldn't every single day, but you know, if that's you, <laughs> then you can still see results. Um, yeah. Another thing too is, is again, we think like this health bar versus this maybe chocolate bar. And really at the end of the day, if they're the same calories and you had that education and you already had all the, the treats, instead of reaching for that health bar to try and have the healthier option, Maybe you just have that chocolate bar, you satisfy your cravings, you get right back on plan, and you have a much better mindset about it. And you know you don't need to feel guilty because you're still on track towards your goal. Yeah, absolutely. And to add on to that, like once you come to terms with knowing that food is balance, you actually become a little bit more you know, interested and passionate about like, oh, like, you know, I really like a Hershey's bar. Let me try like an avocado fudge truffle that I found online. Like, you know, experimenting with things that taste almost like it, but it's healthier. And, um, you know, as your body starts to become, you know, it starts to feel better. You tend to not lean back on those, uh, tendencies as much, but they're always going to be there, you know? And, once you start feeling good, you kind of, you, you kind of get those breaks, you know, not as they're not pumping as much, you know, you're kind of on that roll, you're kind of moving forward and, um, you know, just experimenting, trying new recipes for sure. Absolutely. So what would you say with your experience? I know you said you've worked with athletes, you've worked with all types of um, different populations. What would you mm-hmm. say is like the key points that you give someone that's maybe just starting their weight loss journey? They're just starting trying to make some health behavior changes and they don't know exactly like what step one is, what would your step one recommendation be? Be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Honestly, give yourself grace. Listen, we're all, we all start somewhere. 
your coach, she started somewhere, you know, that person in the gym that you, you know, you admire, they started somewhere. Don't be afraid to be a beginner and don't be afraid of failing and give yourself grace because the process of growing and learning and becoming a better version of you is understanding where you are right now, but keeping that drive and that motivation to keep yourself going. And, you know, you're going to have days where you just want to lay in bed and not get up and go to the gym or eat your healthy food or prepare a meal prep or whatever you want to do. And that's okay. That's okay (laughs) to have those days. If you need to just know that you need to get yourself back up and you need to keep going and, you know, write it on a freaking piece of paper, post it, you know, over your refrigerator, over your shot, like your bathroom, when you're brushing the teeth in the morning, be kind to yourself. And, um, just know that you're going to get there, but the, the tree does not bear fruit overnight. The seed does not become a tree within 48 hours. It does not become a tree within three months. It's a process and you have to just meet yourself where you are and be open to learning. Yeah. And, and I have this philosophy of 1% better every day and it's, you know, you're not Mm -hmm. always going to be perfect, but if you're constantly taking that one baby step, what is the next move? Take it one meal at a time, one rep at a time, one day at a time and and realize, you know, it's, it's not always going to be perfect, but you keep climbing those steps and you will get to the end of the staircase eventually. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, like not just from a nutrition and fitness standpoint, add quality of life to yourself. Like if there's something that you've always wanted to try, like if you decided that you want to lose weight and you want to get healthy, keep things in your life that make you excited. Change your environment. If there are toxic relationships that are going on in your life, you know, decide if that's something that you want to keep around. If there is something that you've always wanted to do, try it. Keep yourself on your toes. Keep yourself like excited. Keep your life exciting, especially during this time, uh, a very interesting time during the pandemic. And I know that most of us are at home, but like if there's something that you've always wanted to learn how to do, like paint, try YouTube. But mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like a holistic approach of it's not just nutrition and and, and fitness, it's keeping yourself excited so that you can wake up every single day and be excited you know, with wanting to work out and be healthy and also, you know, try something new. works for you. Um, for example, if you hate running on a treadmill, don't run on a treadmill, go rollerblading outside. Or I just picked up skateboarding. Like it it sounds crazy, but it's, it's a really great exercise. And you know, it's, it's finding things that make it enjoyable and things that make it so you can actually stick with it for the long haul because health is a long haul game. And I know for myself, and I'm sure you're the same way, Paige, I do not promote any type of crash diet, any extremes. Mm -hmm. I'm all about teaching a balanced approach, fitting in the things you like, and truly building a lifestyle that can sustain your fat loss forever. Um, Mm -hmm. None of those quick fixes, no more yo-yoing, no more rebounding, but actually these sustainable methods. And I know for myself, it's taken me years to get here and, and I'm sure for you as well. And part of the job of the coach is to kind of bridge those gaps and, and stop you as the client from continuing to make those same mistakes or falling down the same path that we had to get out of. I, I completely agree with you. And to add on to that, I, another advice I would give, you know, to your listeners is that be yourself. Um, when I first started my fitness journey and my wellness journey, I was only 16 
it's I'm I turn 25 next week and I remember I wanted to be healthy like I had the little conscious mind the little Jiminy Cricket on my shoulder mm -hmm. being like this is for you to feel strong this is for you to feel powerful this is for you to feel like you can do anything and I got really swept into the whole social media realm and I, I honestly did and I all I wanted to do was like be like oh she has really nice legs oh she has really nice arms and I just like was always like fixated on other people's bodies and how I didn't look like somebody else and you know or like you know their style and mm -hmm. you know don't be a chameleon <laughs> you know be yourself mm -hmm. and be in line with who you are and you know the fitness industry is very competitive and when people want to change their physique you know it you can get really it's really easy to get swept into comparison and my biggest advice is be yourself and do not absolutely do not compare yourself to other people because you are beautiful just the way that you are and you know there's always another person saying the same thing about you and it's it's more important to just focus on you and be in line with who you are and not be anybody else i wore many many hats i tried to be um somebody else just because i was like oh this is what you're supposed to do when you want to be healthy you know this is what you wear this is how you act this is and i wore many hats i was going through like kind of an identity crisis for so many years mm -hmm. and you know i failed a lot and then i was like oh that's not who i am so i'd switch i would you know change mm -hmm. my hat and I think it's really important that, you know, as the social, as social media has become very, like very impactful on people is to just stay true to yourself and be on, on be honest with yourself and, you know, don't try to be anybody else. <laughs> and often too, again, this trap of like, when I look like her or when I have this, mm -hmm. then I'll be happy or then I'll like, you know, whatever. And, and the thing is, is that you're never going to be happy or confident until you love yourself now. It's totally yes. okay to want to change your body, but confidence and self-love practice is a different entity than a weight loss practice. And we work on them in two separate ways in order to get to that end result. Because I've, I've been there, I'm sure you have two page where you do mm -hmm. get the legs like that girl and you still aren't yes. happy. You're pointing to the next girl who has bigger legs or whatever. And you're like, oh, but I used to look like that. I wish like I look like that again. Um, so learning to be the best version of you to love you every day, to find that self-confidence and, and that practice, which happens every single day. And it's not an mm -hmm. end result. It's a daily practice. Yeah. And it's, it's really interesting that you say that because there's this quote that it's like, once you're fit, you have, like, you, you have to keep working. Like you, there's no end goal, right? Like yeah. once you get to your milestone, you're not like, okay, yeah, I got the six pack and you know, biceps that I want, man. Like, all right, I'm just going to be chilling like this for the next 10 years. Like, no, <laughs> like, you know, it's a, you are constantly growing. You are constantly pushing yourself you know, choose your heart, you know, mm -hmm. it's not fitness and, you know, it's okay, like you said, it's okay to want to change yourself. Like that's totally fine. Like I tip my hat to you that you want to be better than you are, you know, like that means you want to grow. That means you want to, you don't want to stay stagnant. And, um, I literally, I just lost my train of thought, but you know, um, <laughs> it's just really important to, you know, always keep working and always learn and always know that like success is not linear. It's going to go down. It's going to go up. Like you are going to have failures and just love yourself 
every step of the way and just honoring yourself where you are right now. I, I agree with you. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, and it truly is like, it's, it's about habits that last a lifetime. It's about enjoying the journey. It's about the growth mm-hmm. that comes with the journey. And those results are just part of the process. It's never that outcome. So yeah. Thank you so much, Paige, for joining and sharing this today. I think this has been really, really valuable to our listeners. And I think there's so much we could even unpack in maybe a future podcast. Um, So we kind of just went all over today, which is wonderful. Uh, But do you mind sharing where we can find you online? Yeah. um, So... My Instagram is the holistic dietitian. It is spelled holistic as W-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C, not with the H. Um, and that is, that's where you can reach me. Awesome. Great. And Paige, you've been sharing such great content and with your over seven years of experience in the nutrition field, really bringing that knowledge to your audience is so valuable. So thank you so much um, for joining today. Really, really appreciate having you here. And if you guys want to check out Paige, there's her Instagram. And if you guys want more information on Thrive for Life coaching, you can find us um, Instagram at Anna Sophie Fit. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye.